0: Hey fans, welcome to today's episode of Calling All Fans. Thank y'all so much for joining us today. Ah, we're excited to bring you another episode. So look, 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 if you're not ready, you better get ready and get your game face on. Because the show's about to start. What's up, Cody? Yeah. What up, AT? What up, fans? You know what we're about to do. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to it. Another so uh, of calling all fans. Can you not we're, hear me? No, I can't. Uh, okay, I, can I, I hear you. Um, I hear you loud and clear. I'm making sure the fans can hear us, because uh, I don't know if they're ready for this. Guys, this is history in the making. This is episode 10. We're in double digits. 10. Come we out, man. Man. We're we in double did digits. It. We did it. Ten up. It got here fast. It got here. It really like we've been it doing here really for eleven fast. weeks. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, and it's been fun. It's listen, fans. It's been fun hanging out with AT and talking sports. It's been fun hanging out with you guys that come in and listen. Believe me, we see, we see we see y'all's listens. Like we 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 have a little tracker thing that shows us like how many listens the episode has and stuff. We see that. We are grateful for you guys. Um. Man, we love you guys. Thank y'all for hanging out with us. Yeah. And I will say episode nine was down a little bit, but that's on us. We didn't get it out there. uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's all to the people uh, like we normally do. We wasn't posting and stuff like that. So we're going to do a better job of posting. Mm -hmm. Uh, We post that at calling underscore all underscore fans. Yeah. Uh, On our Instagram. Yep, And then you can find us on Spotify, uh, the the Apple Podcast place, whatever that's called. Uh, <laughs> yeah, find us really wherever you can either. get podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Anchor. Yeah, and as always, the episodes go live on Sundays. So Sunday Sundays. morning, Sunday morning you know, at seven. You getting ready for church? You like, man? I, I, what's going on? What what's What my boys on? thinking? You pop hey. up while you're listening. Then you go. You, you You hear your sports talk. Then you go. You get your Jesus Ooh. in. You know, Ooh. not that Jesus is like medicine, but you know. You go and you spend some quality time with Jesus and community, and then you come home and you watch all these games that we talked about.
1: Yep. you just like, oh, and
0: see how right we are. Yeah, or if we're wrong, don't tell us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't need that in our life, okay? Yes. <laughs> and so before we hop in, I'm just going to give a quick disclaimer. I do have my daughter in my lap, and she may want to start talking, so... This is how Ever Since episode 10 is going to go. I yeah. believe Toby is with you, right? Yeah, he's he's uh, on the ground playing, so y'all may hear yep. some baby screams here in a minute. It's okay. Hey, Look, it's this all is good. life, guys. This is this life. Is life. Ha. All right, let's get in it. Let's so do it. Our, what's our first topic for the day, Cody? First topic. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to talk about running backs in the NFL. Oh, yeah, Oh, man. yeah. And so last week we did our top three quarterbacks right mm-hmm. now, top three quarterbacks, and, and and here's the parameters. Let me give you guys the parameters. Um, if you had to build a franchise, build a team around one guy, right? Yeah. Who, who are the three guys that you're like, this is my number one, this is my number two, and if I can't get one and two, this is number three. That's the parameters for that part of it. And then... Um, so so that everything's fair, we're going to take injuries out. So if everybody's healthy, if everybody's Everybody's healthy, healthy. right? right. Everyone's healthy. Who are your, who are your three? Okay. And I'm not saying, don't look at the team that they're on. Don't look at any of the, look at them specifically, just them as an individual. Oh, because you're not taking, so if you're taking Saquon, you're not taking Saquon and the Giants. No. You're taking Saquon to put a team around him. You see what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah, that being said, Anthony Taylor Who are your top 3 running backs? All right, this is what I I, I feel like we're going to differ here. So okay. I'm going for it. Grace I already got stuff to say. She already disagrees. Um, <laughs> so I'm going number 1 Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Okay. Uh number 2 I'm going Saquon Ooh. and number 3 I'm going Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. I okay. I think okay. I think that's what uh I think that's my that's my three. That's what I'm going for. Okay. Um, and that's that's in order one two that's, three correct. That's in order one two okay. three. Okay. Saquon barely beat out uh, Zeke for me. Okay. Um. Yeah. Sorry, fans. I didn't tell you all that. Me and Anthony have have challenged each other to not take the weaker position of in no particular order these three guys. We're like, no, we want it in order, and this is what we're doing. So in order, you went Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott. Yep. Did you look at my notes before this episode? I did not. I did not. Well, because it's crazy. Because I'm going. Um, I'm actually flipping your one and two, and it was such a toss-up because they're both so good, and they, they, are, they bro. both they do so much of the, they do so much so similarly. If that makes sense, like their games are very very similar. Um, but that being said, I'm taking Saquon number one, um, just because he's a little bit he's a little bit better. Between the tackle runner for me, um, okay, and so I, you know, I like that. Both of them are great receiving running backs. They both, if you get them outside in space, forget about it. But Saquon is a little bit tougher downhill between the tackles runner. Okay, um, so Saquon goes is one three trunks for legs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's. I mean, come on, <laughs> it's kind of not fair to even make that comparison. But you know, here we are. Um, so Saquon's one. Um, Christian McCaffrey runs CMC is number two. That one was a no-brainer for me because I mean lo- just look at the guy. He's incredible. Yeah. Hey, he's oh, nice. he is incredible, you know. And um and 3, ah, man, 3 was really hard because I I was thinking about this and I was like, "Well, it's Zeke, duh." Cuz I was like, "Wait a minute. Cuz Dalvin Cook in Minnesota, Mhm, mhm. is dangerous. He he he's dangerous. He put up he Listen. The Vikings scored. I think they scored 28 points against the Packers two weeks ago, last week, and Dalvin Cook had four touchdowns. That, that's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Dalvin Cook was a monster, and that was coming off of. A, it's coming off of a of a lower of a lower body injury. There, he's a running back. His lower body is pretty important, you know. Um, Okay, Grace does not like all the Dalvin Cooks. She doesn't like all the, the like, Dalvin hey. Cooks. She's like, get off of Dalvin Cook, all right? Okay, here's, all right. Here's Grace, what I bad. said. I didn't even think about Dalvin Cook. I was thinking about Alvin Kamara. Uh, See, and Alvin Kamara's there too. i I'm like, yeah. Man.
1: <sighs> but so, I just think
0: if yeah. you're looking for the top running back, like it's it's like who not only runs the ball well, like you like those top three for me: Christian McCaffrey, Saquon. Ezekiel, you don't want to see them running or catching the ball. Like, like it's just like you know, it's like like Dalvin Cook. I don't know how his hands are, but I don't want to see him running the ball. If he's lined out out there, split out, and like going out for like a a pass, I don't care. But you could literally line up Christian McCaffrey, which is why I put him first. You could line up Christian McCaffrey as a wide receiver, and oh, yeah. I, he he would he would eat your cornerbacks a lot. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's you just don't want to see those guys in the passing game. But they're running backs and they're great running backs. And so you don't want to see them in a running game either. They're, 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 they're not just dual threat. Like, oh, hey, you have to be careful. You need to watch them in the passing game. They're like just as, they will kill you just as much in the passing game as they do the running game. Yes. Yeah. And that's what, uh, now not this year for Zeke, Zeke, but Zeke doesn't have his hand back or the offensive line. So his numbers look bad. But if you go off of, uh, previous years, um, Zeke is Zeke is up there, and then um, also he does he. I think he I think he got number three. You know, I'm a, I, I like Zeke. You know, he got number three though because um, he does have a history of turning the ball over, and Saquon and I think Christian McCaffrey do not. I think they're a little more consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm with so that. I'm with that. Um, so yeah, that's why that's why it was hard for me because. Um, not so much with Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook, I think, was firmly at five for me. But then it was a toss up between Kamara and Zeke because Kamara is a great receiving running back. But then it mm-hmm. came down to, but I'm not really worried about him punishing my defense. Right? He can. Yeah. He can. He can make. He can hit. Like if there's a hole, he'll hit it. He's done. Oh yeah, but, but he's like, not making a hole. You know what I mean? So, bro, you know what we just did though. Uh oh. Come on, bro. We Uh-oh. can't not mention Derrick Henry, bro. Uh, you're right, and again, it, it's because, like you said, the dual threat part of it. Like I don't it fear Derrick Henry in the if past you split again. him out. Like I'm like, all right, whatever. Like he he's big, and uh-huh. yeah, he he can catch. But now, if we were going strictly purely running, like yeah, if no we're going, day, up, we took, like old school took, offense. Yeah, if we took catching out of it, then Derek Derrick Henry all day, one, Derrick all day, all day, all day. You know, what like I mean? he just um, punishes, like you're yeah. talking about punishing. Like nobody on that list punishes <laughs> like the he defense does. like that. Yes. Like, like at some point, like he, like he will go and have like eight yards carrying throughout the whole he, game, like yeah. because they're stopping. You. But at some point, you know, he's gonna break it because yeah. somebody's gonna be like, "I really don't want to tackle you right now." He, he threw <laughs> Josh Norman to Pluto. Okay, yeah, <laughs> like, bro. The, he's that a, he's a, a never monster. He's a like monster, and not only that, he's really big. And he has breakaway speed. Yes, crazy he's fast, crazy. Yeah, he's he's fat. So, so Derek, if you're listening to this, any Derek Henry fans out there, this is not taking anything away from Derek Henry. Yes. But no, if I'm just building, other guys, yeah, are able to to do. They're just doing. They give they're me better more. at. Yeah, they give me more. And if I'm building a franchise around a guy, mm-hmm. I want. I I don't want you know uh, um, a a um, a fixed blade knife. I want a Swiss Army knife. I want multiple yeah. tools. I want one one thing that's going to give me multiple things. Like with a, with a fixed blade knife, you pull it out of the sheath, and you know what you got. You can cut stuff. You can stab stuff. That's about it. That's, the that's about it. it. With a Swiss Army knife, I got a corkscrew. I got a toothpick. I got scissors. I got knives. I got saw. I got file. I, I have a lot of different things that I can do mm-hmm. and be successful at. So that's why Derek Henry, for me, um, if I'm building a franchise. This is just if I'm building a franchise, is probably um probably number six on my list of guys I'm drafting if I'm building a franchise. Now, if we're just talking over like best running back in the game that I'm not building a franchise around, but that it is has the best fit, it's Derrick Henry because the Titans have built that team to suit him. Yeah. I will say he's probably uh Number four, and that's on my list because he's just it's just it's just a uh, and that's he's just fair. a heart. It's a heart pick. It's a heart. Pick. I really well, like Derrick Henry. Man. Well, no, that's the thing. I wouldn't even call that a heart pick. That's a smart pick because he's that good. He's good, bro. Like, he's, he's so that good. good. But but we we got off topic a little bit. That's okay. Um, now we're gonna move to a, a topic near and dear to our heart. We're and bro, apparently Grace. Is. But apparently, Grace. Is, here's the thing, like what can I just say real quick before come we get on, on to come this topic? On, on. Let's do it. Real quick, it is sad that Todd Gurley is no longer. He didn't even make the top six, man. That is Todd Gurley used to be the guy. He's 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 gone. He what is he in Atlanta now? Yeah, that is that is sad, man. man. Yeah, or Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, you know. You know. Yeah, I don't know. He went like, to the Chiefs. And everyone, he was like, "I'm ready to start." And then Clyde edwards Every- lair was like,
1: "Hold oh, your nah, horses, bro.
0: buddy." <laughs> you know. And so, like, it's just, it's just strange, man. It's just those were, those would be like a year ago, two years ago, that would have been on top of everybody's list. Oh yeah. Um, but I've always said, if I'm starting a team and I've got two picks, the first two picks, I'm picking Christian McCaffrey and Taysom Hill. That's fair. But we'll, 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 <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that later we'll because get... I'm with you on on Taysom Hill. But that's, two that's Swiss Army knives. Yes, and... in the same backfield. But yeah. okay, don't let us get off track, fans. Listen, no, we're not we going to get off track. Let's here we go. get it. We are going to dive into something we haven't touched yet. Not because we we didn't want to, not because we forgot about it, I guess, but just you know, it's an NFL season, baby. Um but big things are happening in the NBA. Coaches are moving around. They're moving um some big name coaches too. Doc Rivers is in Philadelphia.
1: Nate
0: what you think? Look, here's the thing. I don't know yet. Like, you look at you look at Doc Rivers, and Doc Rivers has always been successful. And he's like Mike Tomlin to me, right? Mike Tomlin is a really successful coach, to the point to where like his success is 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 the most success you can have without actually winning the big championship, right? So yeah. like Mike Tumlin, I think has only won I think he's won once or twice maybe. Yeah, he has two. He has two, but they're yeah. always in the conversation every year. They just don't get it done. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so you look at the you look at Doc Rivers with the with the with with, with with the Celtics and even with the Clippers, you know, like always in the conversation, but he only got one. And that was what, two thousand and ten? No, two thousand and eight. Yeah, well, with you the Celtics, know, yeah. With the Celtics. That's it though. That's the yeah. only one he has. He's he's coached Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Rajon Rondo, Ray Allen, um, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. Like you look at that resume and say he only has one, and it's like. So I think I think the Sixers are gonna be very successful, but I don't know if he's gonna be the man to get them all the way through. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm, I I, I like that. Um, I like that take. I like that analysis because I've been thinking about it a little bit, and I was like, Doc has coached. If you look at coaching resumes, as far as just players that they coach, right? Doc's mm-hmm. resume is up there. I mean, yeah, th- there's only a, like a probably. I mean, Phil Jackson is above him for sure. Um, and then and then Pat Riley, I would say, is above him. Um. You got Greg Pop, you know. Yeah, you know Pop, but then after that, it's like I don't know. Actually. Yeah, so he's like he's he's a, he's ahead. Like it's the same thing with Mike Tomlin. Like nobody right now is on Bill Belichick's level, right? Bill Belichick's at the top all by himself, and then I oh, would yeah. say I would say Mike Tomlin is the best out of those other coaches that are, like, fighting for number two, like, in that second tier of great coaches. Like, you got Pete Carroll, you know. Uh, uh, Andy Reid. Andy Reid. You know, um, like, those coaches. So yeah. I think Mike Thomas. So, I think I would say, like, Greg Pop, you know, out of the coaches, even the coaches just right now, Greg Pop is is the best uh, right now, especially in the 2000s. Like, he's 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 been the best, um, you know, with Phil Jackson and things like that. But in that in that in that second tier category, I would say like Doc is is, is the best in that second yeah. tier category. He's just yeah, yeah. he's just has been unfortunate in having that not that successful you know. Yeah, so that's so that's what I'm talking about. Is like I'm not saying coaching resume. I'm just saying like players that they coach as far as talented players. That's oh. what that's what I'm ranking right now. So I think Doc honestly is is probably oh, yeah. number four on that list of like coaches who have coached the most talent just looking at his I resume don't know, players man. probably other than Phil Jackson. Well, he's probably I mean, him. well, I go Phil and then I look at Pat Riley who coached the Lakers when they had Magic and Kareem and then you oh, okay. know, That's turn great. around Pat had Dwayne Wade and Shaq. You know. but did he coach them? Yeah. Oh, okay. And, okay. And I didn't know if he, I didn't know if he was the yeah. general manager. Well, I mean, he was, he, was he was both. He was both. He was head coach oh, and okay. GM when they won their the championship. Um Early 2000s, right? Gotcha. Um And so I'm like, okay, Pat Riley. And then I'm like, Pop, because, you know, Pop had, which, take Kawhi out of it because they both had Kawhi. But it's like Tim Duncan or Kevin Garnett. It, it depends on your play style, who you're taking there, you know? Um, yeah. Manu versus Paul Pierce. Again, kind of depends on your play style. Most people are going to take uh-huh. Paul Pierce, I think. Yeah. Most people would take Paul. Man, but it's I, I it's close, say, right? I would take Paul, but you know, it's Paul close. I only got one. The new Levin, guy, 5. That's so, what I'm saying. So I mean, it's, four. it's close. Got four, you know what so. I mean? It's close. Um and then you look at, you know, Tony Parker versus Rondo. I like Tony Parker more than Rondo simply because he's going to give me more points than Rondo is. Um yeah. But I love Rondo's leadership. I love his passing, which Tony Parker has all of that too. So I'm taking Tony in that one, but it's by a very slim margin. So that's what I'm saying. Like level of talent it, for Pop and, and Doc is really close. Well, I would say, though, but you still got to remember Doc did coach Chris Paul. He coached Blake Griffin. Like, this is true. I, this is I, true. I, I would say I would give it to, to Doc over Pop if we're talking about level yeah. Of talent. Yeah. Yeah. So Doc gets the edge, but it's not by this wide grand canyon of a margin, you know, it's you no, know, it's close because Pop has some talent. Because I would say Chris you know. Paul is better than Rondo and oh, for Tony sure. Parker. Oh, for sure. 100 percent. Easy, easy. Um, that's not even up for debate. And if anyone wants to argue that, you can get at me on the Instagram page, you. and R- I will R- argue with you because <laughs> because if you say Rondo or Tony Parker are better than CP three, you're wrong. Sorry, you're wrong. Um, uh, hold on, real quick. We'll stop. Uh, Go for stop right, for. right there. I gotta open the door. Go for it. Look at that, fans. This listen. Take take a lesson from this. It. it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're married and your wife shows up, you go and open the door for her. You hear me? You want me to leave that in? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You you go open the door for your wife. All right. I don't care if your favorite team is playing. And there's a, all right. If it's like two minute drill and your favorite team's trying to go win, maybe you text this, "Hey, babe, oh, you'd be all right." Grace saw her mama. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so, all right, but uh, yeah. So, so I would <laughs> say I think Philly's gonna be good. I think what I what I don't like is they they gotta they gotta do something about uh okay she saw her mama she's uh they gotta do something about uh the the situation that they're in. I think the Sixers and the uh, and and the Rockets need to make moves. They gotta make moves. Because if they don't make moves, they ain't in trouble. I think I think you gotta do something with like either either if you're gonna keep Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons on the team, if y'all just gonna be stubborn, I think you should trade them, get a ton of value back. I think you should trade Ben Simmons for Chris Paul uh, and get a ton of picks back and Chris Paul to play with Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris. I think he opens up the floor um, mm-hmm. for Tobias Harris, and Tobias Harris isn't that second scoring option. He can go back to being a to be a third scoring option and I think that's where he shines. Um yeah. But I think and having Chris Paul with Doc Lizard again, great. But I think if they're gonna go for it, they need to they need to move out from those contracts. If you're gonna keep Ben Simmons and Joel and B if Doc wants a shot at being successful, then you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta trade. You gotta make something you can't stay with the current team. That they have right now because it's not going to work. Uh, but they got Dara Mori, so Dara Mori is not going to keep them the same. <laughs> yeah, so I'm with you. I'm like, I if it's me looking at just looking at their roster, I'm thinking, okay. First, first thing I do is I go and I sign a veteran for the the veterans minimum that has championship pedigree. The guy that jumps immediately into my mind is Andre Iguodala. I'm like, go get him. You're not going to ask him to play a whole lot of minutes necessarily, but you want his leadership in the locker room, yeah. right? He has that experience of winning championships, making title runs. He has that, right? So you bring him in, and then you take Ben Simmons, and you look at OKC, and you say, hey, I want Chris Paul. Because, like you said, Tobias Harris right now is number their number two scoring option. But the problem with that – and Ben Ben's a good around-the-rim scorer – the probably I think he hit his first three the first three of his career like last year. In a game that didn't even count. Yeah, like last season or something like that. And it was like, Cool man. Good job. Like you're a point guard. You should be able to shoot a little bit. a know? little bit. And so and so when you bring in Chris Paul, not only does he open the floor up and now you have basically you have Doc Rivers running the point guard position. Um, just like thinking mentally, you know, their their basketball IQ there. Mm-hmm. You also have a guy – look at all the big shots Chris Paul hit when he was in Houston against the Warriors. Yep. This man shimmied in Steph Curry's face. You know how, you know how confident you have to be to hit a three and then shimmy on arguably the best three-point shooter we've ever seen? Bro, he – hey, Chris Paul, hey, he that guy. So that's what I'm saying. So I like the move for Chris Paul. Um, I think you go sign a, a veteran who has championship pedigree. And then you look at Joe and and you say, okay, now that we have got rid of Ben – you are the guy that we're going to build our future around. You know, I don't know how much longer Joel Embiid has in the league. He has—I don't think he's been in very long. I think he's in year five or six. Yeah, he's—that's the—that's the—that's the reason why everybody's like, "Oh, keep him," because like they're so young. Yeah. Like Ben Simmons is like twenty-three, and I think Joel Embiid is like twenty-six or something like that. Yeah. So I mean, but I don't think you can keep both of them, and I think it's harder. I think it would be harder to. To trade Joel to replace Joel Embiid because of his his size and his post like his post presence and those kinds of things, the things that he do- does really well, um, low post, I think is harder to replace than the things that Ben Simmons does really well, running the break, scoring around the rim. If that makes sense. Yeah. Now I will say this, uh, and we'll we'll move on. Uh, if 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 this is just perfect, not perfect. This is just a scenario that I just thought of. If they swapped if you swapped KP for Joel and B, um, I think that would be perfect situations for the both of them. Like I think Ben Simmons would now have a a, a three point sniper that like just hangs out but is also seven feet tall, you know, and Ben Simmons could stay yeah. in the post. Uh and then Joel and B could go inside, outside. Like there's certain things that Joel and B that we want uh, Joel does that we want KP to do. Uh, as a Mavericks fan, uh, but then he doesn't because, you know, he doesn't bang well because of injuries to his knees and stuff. So if you actually swap them, yeah. that would be cool. I like KP. I don't want to swap, but, I mean, you know. Or fans, watch this, I'm about to make Anthony go crazy. Or you just swap Luca and Ben and call it a day. Crazy. Nope. <laughs> We're not swapping Luca. Oh man, that, that, um, that dude is not even 21 and is dominating. I, he may be 21 yeah, actually, but yeah. I w- when I think of players in the league, and this is a little sidetrack, so I'll be quick. But when I think of players in the league that are untradable, in my head, I'm like, everyone's tradable. Everyone's tradable. unless your name is Luka Doncic or LeBron James. Uh, <laughs> oh, like man. I'm not right now. If I'm the Mavericks, I'm like, look, anybody on my team you want, you can have. As long as they're not named Luka Doncic, why? Because he just turned 21, and we're talking about this guy as a perennial MVP candidate already. Yeah, I, I, w- and then you know, so I'm like, he's not tradable for me. I would say here, here's what I'd say. If you, if you looked at, if you're the Celtics, and it's like, I'll give you Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and, nope. and 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 uh, three first round draft picks for the next. Uh the you know. next three years, well, then I'm like, yeah, I get you. Well, Every, that's but what I'm saying, but Every I don't know if I do away. though. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if I do because I'm like, okay, nah, bro. that's great. But what I'm banking on because right now, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum are not better than Luka, first of all. And I don't. know know together they, they fit give you in Dallas. Oh no, no, no they, would you know? they would be. They would be. You get I, I, maybe, but I don't. I don't yes, know that. You know yes, what I do bro. know? Luka's a great fit in Dallas. That's what I know. I do know that. And, I'm saying with the, everyone's tradable, you know, except for LeBron with, James in my book. I don't know, because with the three first-round picks, I'm like, so not only are you wanting me to give you Luka, who's a generational talent, but now I'm also gambling that I'm going to hit on one of these three first-round picks, and they're also going to be a generational talent. Understand, generational talents don't come around that often. The the, the the Mavericks already got lucky but wait, with Dirk. Wait, well, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> You got Jason Tatum, who's a generational talent. This dude is going to be the top 5 star when like when LeBron and KD retire. It's going to be people like Giannis, mm-hmm. Jason mm-hmm. Tatum, uh mm-hmm. depends on how the health of Joel and B, you know like mm-hmm. uh I'm thinking Devin Booker, like Luca. Like those those are going to be like the top 5 rising stars that's going to take over the league, right? You know like you know, because people uh-huh. are going to be on their way out. Like James Harden's going to be on his way out soon, too. Right out, you know, right after Lebron. Sure. But the, those top five players yeah. are gonna are gonna. So I, I'm not I'm not sad if I get Jason Tatum. You just I'm not you sad. Can't, you just can't swap him for me. Like, but I, I'd rather have Lucas yeah. than Jason Tatum. But well, if if I can quote Kanye West real quick, um, I hear everything you're saying about Jason Tatum. But to quote Kanye. It ain't Luca though. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he's great. I love me some Jason Tatum. And and if we were to do what we did with the running backs with with NBA players, i I mean Jason Tatum up there number two for the future. You know what I mean? Like he's 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 in that top five range, but he ain't Luka, though, bro. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. The ma the Mavericks won two won, won what two games against the Clippers. Yeah. And they shouldn't have. If we're being real, without Luka, they should not have won that. Uh, if KP if – I'm saying you take Luca off that team. Oh, yeah. No, they're not winning that. They don't need to win those. Uh-uh. You put KP on that team, no injury, I think the Mavericks win. That's a topic for a different conversation. We got to move on. We got to move on. We got to move on. So we're going to go from coaching, you know, the guys that stand on the sideline and scream and yell, to the teams that are actually on the court making the the flying the dunks that we love. And so Anthony Taylor, way too early to do this, but we're gonna have a little fun. Why not, Anthony Taylor? Give me your picks for the Western Conference Finals and the Eastern Conference Finals. Sorry, sorry about that. Yes. No, you're so you Western good, Conference sir. and Eastern you're Conference Finals. Uh, yes. All right, here you go. This is this is hard for me, right? Oh, Toby, Toby got an opinion. You're okay. We'll get your opinion in a minute, all right, dude? Calm down. Uh, He wants, <laughs> he wants his toy. So this is hard for me because <laughs> I really like the Warriors. I like Steph Curry. I like Clay Thompson, right? I, I am a Warriors fan. And I think they shouldn't trade Andrew Wiggins, um, because I just think that he's that Harrison Barnes piece that they had when they first started. Um, okay. But, man... They're gonna be in the thickest thing. But the Lakers, you know, the Lakers gonna be there, right? right. Lakers gonna be there. The uh I would the, hope. the Warriors gonna be there. The Clippers gonna be there. But man, that Nuggets team, bro. That Nuggets team Woo! was something. Nasty. Murray, you know man. what I'm saying? Like So he they they he Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray Jokic. Jokic. Like dangerous. Like Jokic is the, the most dangerous Woo! one to me right now because he's just consistent. He does He does so much, much. but at a consistent yes. level. Like so Jamal Murray will get you 50. Jokic will probably never get you 50, but he'll give you a smooth 25, he'll get you 13 rebounds, 10 assists and be like, "Yo, what?" And he'll do it on a nightly basis. Like Yeah. Like it's, and, it's insane. And it's the most this is what frustrates me about him. He he looks okay, outside of his height, he looks like a middle-aged dad. Like he doesn't bro. even look like he should be in the NBA. He he doesn't look athletic, right? But this man is so good. I'm like, bro, are you he's so good. Like, it doesn't even make sense. Come on, like you look at LeBron James, which that's probably not a fair comparison. But you look at LeBron, oh, and you're specimen. like specimen. Yeah, a freaking athlete. That dude, freak. You look at Jokic, you're like he plays. He, looks he like he, plays he barbecues on, on Sundays and Saturdays at the <laughs> rec. Yeah, yeah, he just to get his steps in. Yeah, like. He's really good at cornhole. You know like this is what you look at. Well you that's what you think when you look at. And then you're like, hey, you know, he, he he probably has a nice a nice three point shot, you know. You know, he runs he he's the point guard or he's the the power forward for his law firm, <laughs> you know. <laughs> league team or whatever. And then this man's in the NBA giving in you buckets, buckets and dimes and you're like, so, Shoot, so I mine. think I it's a toss up to me, man, between the Warriors and the uh, and the um and the and the Nuggets. I think I'm gonna take the Nuggets as presently constructed, uh, okay? Because I'm taking it every as presently right now. I believe the Warriors are gonna make some moves, okay. to make their team better, and they're they're gonna hop the Nuggets, right? I think the Clippers do they even have a coach right now? Do they do they have Tyronn Lue? yeah uh, so I think i think uh, I think the clippers will make some moves as well um to make it a little harder for the nuggets um i but uh man i I think it's gonna be yeah I'm being a realist right I'm being a realist here's what I will say though it would not surprise me if my mavericks were in the top as well because like you said I'm like not, you I'm sure, not mad they should have beat the clippers if KP doesn't get thrown out of the first game. They win that game, uh, and so now the series instead of them beating us uh, four to two, it's three three going into a game seven. And I don't even know if it goes into a game seven because KP was giving them boys work and they had no answer for him, which was shown when the Nuggets came and Jokic gave those boys work because they didn't have an answer for him. All I'm saying is we, I think we would have uh, won that series, but there's neither here nor there. Uh, if there's health, if there's health. I'm just taking all the the teams right now with health and nobody has made any moves. I think it's going to be the Nuggets and the Lakers, but you could probably talk me out of it in the Western conference. Okay. So those are the parameters that we're working with. Everybody's healthy team currently constructed, no draft picks. no free agency just as they are right as is right now. Okay. Okay. Um, Lakers nuggets. I like that. Actually. I really like that. Um, Obviously these picks are prone are going to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um before you know, by the time season starts and you know, midway through the season and stuff like that. Because teams are gonna make moves. They're not gonna stay as they no. currently are, most likely. Um the Lakers would be smart to stay as they currently are. Um, but I I just don't think they can afford to, if I'm being honest. Which the Lakers that's weird to say for the Lakers, but it's like I think I think honestly you got LeBron and AD. AD needs a super max to stay because, probably. So. I think because the Warriors are going to make moves, I think the Lakers need to make moves. I don't think it's presently constructed yeah. that – uh, I don't think it's presently constructed if the Warriors move that the Lakers are going to be okay. Like, they're one LeBron James injury for halfway throughout the season away of not making the playoffs. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, if LeBron James – misses like like say he, his first year in LA like if he misses the play, if he misses a, a chunk of time they may not even make the playoff. like they need to i think they need to move Kyle Kuzma but uh we can play GM another day we can play GM another day i think they need to move Kyle Kuzma yeah yeah uh, what do you think what you, you 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 with the lakers and the nuggets man so so i i do like that pick um my problem though is as currently constructed I look at it, and and I'm telling you, man, the Mavericks-Nuggets matchup is so intriguing to me. It's so intriguing because I'm looking, and I'm like, okay, KP probably can't D up Jokic because Jokic is a little too thick, but Jokic ain't stopping KP, and then Jamal Murray and Luka Doncic will be a lot of fun of them, I think, um... And so maybe that – so I'm not going to go on a heart pick because my heart pick is I really would love to see Nuggets, Mavericks with a chance to go to the finals. You know what I'm saying? Um. Hey, sorry, fans. My my son is – he rolled himself over and then got stuck, and so he freaked out a little bit. But he's good now, guys, so don't worry about it. <laughs> he figured it out. Sorry about that. Um. But, yeah, so I'm not going to go there. Lakers are in it. Um. Again – if everyone's healthy, as currently constructed, the Lakers are in the the Western Conference Finals. I think for sure. I think they're a shoe in. And then, man, it's a toss up. I'm I'm gonna okay, go okay, Warriors okay. because and the only reason I'm gonna go Warriors is because um, Jamal Murray will give you fifty. Jokic will give you twenty five. That's seventy five points. Steph can 50. give you, you know, he can give you fifty. Clay can give you fifty. Wiggins can give you twenty five. Like they, they just have, have a have lot of offense. offense, and so and they and they play defense. They do. And they play I, defense. Draymond Green. Draymond Green had a triple double in one game two years ago. Didn't even score ten points. Had a triple double. Yeah, I'm with you. I think. I think. I think they. Uh, they totally have a shot and that's why it was so hard. The only thing is the Nuggets play defense too. And Jamal Murray, I hate to say this. Steph, I love you. Steph, you're awesome. I would love to meet you one day. But Jamal Murray would, would uh cook Steph on defense. Steph <laughs> he oh, he would for sure because Steph 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 is not great on defense. But that's why you don't put Steph on him. you put play on him. And then you got what you got that uh and then you got on defense. They got they got people like Jeremy Grant. Uh, I think is his name. Uh, uh, they got Michael Porter Jr. Like you know what I'm saying. Like we, Michael Porter is is a baller. Like you know what I mean. Like he came into his. He's coming into his oh. own. Oh, and so he's I, really good. I think just as much firepower <laughs> as they have on the Warriors. The Nuggets got too. Uh, and so yes, yeah, and and you're right. I just think. It doesn't matter who you put on Steph. Steph gonna Steph cook gonna. him. Yes, and that's but Steph Jamal Murray gonna get right? Steph. But but that's what I'm saying. That's why you don't have Steph on Jamal. You put Clay on Jamal yeah, because yeah, Clay's yeah, a better yeah. defender. You know what I mean? Or you can even well, put Draymond on Jamal. But then I'm like, who no, you got guarding Jokic? Because you yeah, may want to leave Dray on, on Jokic. Jokic. You can't you can't put Dre on Jamal um, Murray to cook Dray too. Yeah, and so yeah, so you put you put Clay on Jamal. You you kind of it it sucks because as great as Steph is offensively, you have Sometimes. to hide him on defense. Sometimes, Steph, I love you, dude. You're one of my favorite point guards in the league right now. I just, I just love the way you play. You wanna know why? Because when I go to the rec, guess what? I can try to do the things that you do. I'm not good at it, but I can try. I can't dunk over people like LeBron, but you know what I can do? I can pull up from half I court. Can pull up from half court for no reason. I ain't making stuff. So. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stop. I mean, like, I'm you, Steph, Steph goes like five of nine over the course of a year doing that. I yeah. go like over 10. I'm like, hey, good day, this is good a good day. day I guys. A I did. I did. Throwing up <laughs> did. another make one. Let's go. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Have you, ever, have you seen <laughs> a long Rain drop, You know? <laughs> or, yeah, he's I mean, like, make yes. it rain. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Anyway, okay, okay. So that's oh, all my Eastern Conference pick, as presently constructed. I'm going running back, Celtics Heat. Give it to me, cause that's what it is Ooh. in the East, bro. Okay, Celtics in the heat, East, running back. Yeah, as presently constructed, I I think I'm I think I'm on the same yeah. page, man. Running back. But I will say, I will say, I think it depends on... Oh, wait, time out, playoff. time out, time out, time out. Nope, I'm sorry. I forgot, I forgot. As presently constructed, but we're not taking in injuries. So, I got, I'm yeah. sorry. I got to do, uh, I think... If you say the Pacers, I swear. No, I like the Pacers, but <laughs> I they got swept <laughs> by the Heat made me mad. Uh, so, they've they fallen on my list. But we got to go with the Nets. We can't... I'm going. Ah, man. I'm going. Ah, I don't know, man. I, I, it's the Nets and the Celtics are the Heat. Like I, but I got to pick one. Oh, as presently constructed, yeah, no. I believe if we take injuries out of there, I am going to say the Heat. So, ah, I can't choose, man. Now you got to, you got to. We can't uh, take the weak middle ground. I. <laughs> we have to be, we have okay. to be either hot I think, or cold. I think I'm, I'm, <laughs> man, it is. It's tough, man. I think it's I'm taking the Celtics, and I know that he just beat them. Okay, man. okay, okay. But I, I'm, I'm taking into another, another year into consideration too. Like that, they're gonna be a little older, a little wiser. Uh, Brad Stevens. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit more season. Ah, but that's only by hair, man. Like, you wouldn't even want to have to work hard to convince me that it would be heat. Nets. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, where's your. Sorry, guys. He rolled his toy where he can't see it. And so, in Baby World, that means but that it sure. doesn't exist anymore. So, we're working on object permanence. Um, yeah. The so yeah the nets are intriguing to me and the only reason I'm not on the same page is because I don't know how Kyrie and K D are gonna work. Yeah, I think I think they're gonna work. Like I and I and I'm not saying they're gonna work to get a championship. That's what I don't think that. But I think like I think they'll work well enough to like make it to the Eastern Conference like, They'll accidentally end up in that Christian Conference Finals. You know what I'm saying? Unless like if everybody's healthy. Like we don't know the health of Kyrie. We don't know the health of K D. Like, we're assuming that they're healthy, but Yeah. Um That's it's tough for me. But I mean these are you know, these are projections. We're mm-hmm. going based on talent on the team and stuff like that. I think Kyrie, K D and DeAndre are gonna have find some success. Uh, so I probably put the Nets in there as well, and then um, man, it's tough. But if we're going, if we're going no injury, mm-hmm. right? Everybody healthy, um, quote unquote perfect world, if you will. I I'm taking the Heat, and I know all the fans are like, oh, it's because you're a Heat fan. But no, here's my logic behind it. Bam Adebayo is, it something, is. okay. He was he was really good in in this last year's playoffs. And I know everyone's going to say, "Oh, it was the bubble. It was isolated, blah blah blah." Right? That just means he's Thank a really good hooper. Because well, I'm not even going to say that. I'm going to say, "Listen, it's not like the Heat somehow had this magical advantage because of the bubble. Like no. everybody was in the bubble. Everybody had to adjust. They're better Everyone hoopers. To, you know, it was the same circumstances. We... You know, like everyone's yeah, like there was, same was no for, uh, come, come on crowd so yelling from the, you. there was no there was no fans screaming yeah. racist things there wasn't my, my family wasn't not here, here you know like my you family's know, like, not here watching me. I'm not jacked up you know? because I'm in front of family or in front of a crowd, you know what I mean? It's like I'm just you gave me a ball, a rim and I four didn't teammates have to, and like I'm running avoid people you know? at the entrance. You know, I went from my hotel room to the game and yeah. so we got to see who the best hoopers were. You know, and so I believe. I, mean, yeah. I don't think it was, you know. Anyway. Yeah, and so, but I'm like Bam out with another year. He's gonna get a chance to work post to work on his post game, which is already pretty good. But you know, he's you know, yeah, always room to improve, which is what I love about Bam. Um, Jimmy Butler, another year instilling that toughness into them. Goran Dragic was our leading scorer yeah. in the playoffs this past year, and he didn't play in the finals very Goran, much. Exactly. Exactly. Tyler Hero, year two, Bro, I'm y'all expecting got, a huge encore. The dude point guard. Yeah, he said Lord, it himself. Man. He's a bucket. And it's so strange. He's a bucket. Okay. okay. Kendrick Nunn. Nobody talks about Kendrick yeah. Nunn. But he was like in the rookie like rookie what uh, like, rookie team, first team, all rookie or something like that. Like he was he was getting yeah. balling. Like, yes. Yeah. I I think that he had three Two or three players on the, the first saying, team man, already? It's, it's I think. the heat. Man, dude, <laughs> it's hard, man. And, yeah, yeah. and then Duncan Robinson is unconscious. Like, as unconscious as I think Steph is, with just pulling up from wherever, it doesn't matter. If I was going to say there's probably there's a number two guy as far as, like, you give him the green light to just pull up from anywhere. Like, Klay's a great shooter, but in my, he's not creating his own shot. So I'm like, I don't know if I want you pulling up from half court, Clay. I'll But Duncan, I'm like, throw it up, dude. Just shoot it. I don't even care. (sighs) Go for it. Because we saw him do this over every – it didn't matter who was in the face. He shot a three over LeBron, missed it. Jimmy Butler gets the rebound. Duncan Robinson doesn't hang his head. He literally cuts to the corner, gets it, shoots another three over LeBron, hits it. And no one paid attention to this. I don't know why they didn't talk about this on first take. Stephen A., Max Kovac Do your job. No, the jaw mean. right now. <laughs> um, and he, he literally, he, for for about two seconds, he stared at LeBron. And in my head, I'm like, son, you're a rookie. You don't stare down LeBron James. You are with Jimmy you Butler. you're but I but i love the toughness i that's what i saying. i love the toughness so i i'm going nets team. man i can't even be mad at finals, that but i think i think it goes 7 if we if we see the celtic's if we see the celtic's i think it goes 7 in the second round if we see like the bucks man, i'm I, over I the bucks i'm done again as previously F- constructed your i think team. It goes five. but hey i will say the other day i saw an article and, you know, I don't really trust Facebook articles. So I clicked it to see the source. And the source, it was, uh, I think it was 247 two, Sports or something like that, said that there are trade rumors linking Giannis to the Bro. Heat. So, <clears throat> ooh-wee. But could think be some things it. brewing they said in trade rumors, rumors, we'll Not him leaving in free agency, which means you have to give up something. Who are you giving up on that team? We'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Kendrick Nunn. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I'll give up Kendrick. That's it. That's all I'm willing <laughs> to give up. Take it and leave it, Like, like I'll, I'll, give can, I'll give up. I'll give up Kendrick it. and nope. some picks for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'll, I'll give you Kendrick and a few picks, you know. But it's like you ain't get. You're not getting Jimmy, Tyler, Duncan, or Bam. I'm sorry, because if if I add Giannis to those four, I'm like, if we anything but a Tyler, uh, I mean, you're fired. Pat Riley, get out of here anyway Wait, right, that's you know, it. we gotta switch we gotta we gotta keep moving we gotta keep moving <laughs> alright we switching to the topic that we like to call or the segment Both. it's a topic, it's and, a a topic segment. and a segment okay we're switching to the segment that we like to call <laughs> what's on your mind da, 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 da. what's on your mind hey. one day what, I'm, I'm you telling you one day we're gonna what? get a theme song. I've been putting music in the podcast, uh, but one day we're gonna get a theme song for the "What's On Your Mind." It'd be interesting. All that's right, fair, that's fair. So, so Anthony ooh. Taylor, my friend, <clears throat> share with us. I what cannot. Is okay, on your let mind. me say the last time I did this, I was very passionate and I talked too long. But I'm gonna keep it short. I'm also passionate about this because I can't believe this is a topic. I'ma let you I'ma let you finish. Hold on. I'ma let you finish. Astros fans, stop calling everybody haters. We're back on it for like two seconds. Stop it. And stop saying that the Dodgers World Series has an asterisk. No, it doesn't, because if your team would have won it, it wouldn't have had no asterisk on it. You got your butts beat. Got all right, beat. deal with that, it's man. Right. Okay, right. I'm sorry. We're, we're, back, to right. this, we're right. back to this. We're back to this. I'm sorry. Right. I'm right. sorry. We, we don't passionate. hate Astros fans. Right. I, live Houston, I live near Houston, guys. I'm sorry. The unnecessary. What you're saying doesn't doesn't really make any sense and speaking about things that doesn't make sense people on top rated sports shows like um get up on espn like first take on espn and i'm sure they talked about it on nfl live they're talking about should the bears replace nick Foles with mitchell trubisky they also, they also on no. while the game was going, the Bears against the Saints Sunday night, or was it Monday night? It was one of those games. Uh, Monday night, yeah, I think they were Monday. Troy Aikman was was you know like Mitch Trubisky's on the sideline, and he's probably wondering when are you gonna put me in. I'm like, hold up, the game is ten to thirteen, <laughs> and then it was ten to sixteen, and then they scored a touchdown, and it's like, oh no, now we're gonna, what are we gonna do? Like, and then. And then Nick does what he does. When the when the game's on the line, he showed up, took him into overtime, and the Saints won in overtime. You lost to the Saints in overtime, but people are like, "Oh, Mr. Trubisky should start. Uh, they should go back to Mitch. Mr. Trubisky had three to four years prove that he was the starter. He's not. And I'm not saying Nick Foles is the starter, but am I? If my only two quarterback options is Nick Foles and Mr. Trubisky on the Bears team, and you're telling me that I'm I'm gonna go back to a guy that we couldn't wait to bench. He didn't even he, he lasted two and a half games. Everybody is saying, oh, Mr. Trubisky is three and oh. Nick Foles is two and f- uh two and three in uh in the in the in the in that record. First of all, Mr. Trubisky is two and a half and 0 because he got benched in the third game and Nick Foles came and saved the game for them. He was losing against the Falcons. Got benched and Nick Foles came in and they won that game, so he's not three and zero. He gets that uh, win in his win column because he started the game. But let's not pretend like they were they were gonna win that game, and maybe they were because it's the Falcons. But Mitch, uh, Mitch got benched. Nick Foles came back second. <laughs> Nick Foles' schedule that he's had to play, the teams that he's had to play. Uh, Mitch Trubisky played, I think it was the Lions, the Falcons, and. Uh, Oh man, he played somebody else. Uh, I can't remember right now. But it was like they weren't very great teams. And Nick, uh, Nick has they they've beaten the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is one of his wins. But they played them. They played the Saints. They played. Uh, oh, I can't remember right off the top of my head. But his schedule has been a lot harder than Mitch Trubisky's was. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Mitch Trubisky played the Giants, and they only play. They only won seventeen to thirteen in his second game. So don't tell me, don't tell me that, oh, we need to go ahead and put in Mitch Trubisky over Nick Foles. When Nick Foles has played harder competition, um, he just took the Saints into overtime, and Mitch Trubisky had three years to prove that he was the guy, and the reason why you brought in yeah. Nick Foles is because he proved that he wasn't. You know what I'm saying? He is the he guy, you know. You couldn't yeah. wait to bench Mitch Trubisky. That's all I'm saying. I'm, in, I'm finished. I just – I couldn't believe that that was actually a topic. Yeah. And people was like, oh, yeah. you shouldn't bench Nick. No. No. <clears throat> no. And, well, yeah. So I'm with you. You don't bench Nick. Look, Nick's better than Mitch Trubisky. Here's what I will say. If I'm the Bears, I look at Nick's track, hit, track record and I look at our record. And then I say to myself, can Mitch like, – you're okay. Sorry, fans. My my son does not like what I'm about to say, I guess. I don't know how he knows what I'm about to say. But if I if I look though, I'm like, can Mitch get us to the playoffs? Because if he can, do you know what I'm doing? Because I've seen Nick Foles sprinkle some Pixie dust before. I'm saying, Hey Nick, come here, man. And I'm gonna bench Nick and I'm gonna say, Mitch, get us to the playoffs. And the minute I know we're in the playoffs, I'm like, Hey Mitch, you're back on the bench. Nick, Pixie Dust nope. time. I'm letting I'm letting Nick ride this season out. Nick is I bought it <laughs> and I, and I, I don't care how bad it gets. Mitch had 3 years and he and the, and the problem is I'm not saying that you're right. Like, you're right. Oh, he blew it, he can never start again. I'm saying in 3 years he didn't improve. They all they 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 had 3 years and they watched him. And if he's improving in practice and if he's, you know, whatever. But you don't just bench Nick to say, "Oh, because Mitch is 3 and 0." He's not 3 and 0. Well first of all? Second of all, he had three. years. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm. I'm gonna stop. Toby, I feel the same way. Toby. Okay. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. Toby. Toby's with you. Toby agrees with you. Fans. That's my son. Uh, he agrees with his uncle Anthony. Here's the thing. I agree with you as well. I'm not taking him out. For me, this is the this is the Alex Smith versus Colin Kaepernick thing. The only reason Alex Smith was out was because of injury, and the, I I feel like the minute he got we healthy, we he should have back Put him, in. him back in. Yep. That's what I feel, and I I, I I will I will argue with anybody about that. And people are like, Kaepernick took them to the Super Bowl. Stop yeah. it. So yeah, I'm with you on that. So I think the only way Nick loses it loses quote in air, in quotes loses his starting spot is if he gets hurt. And then if he's out for like two three weeks, you say, Hey Mitch, I need you to go one and two. I just need you to not put up a goose egg in the win column for the next three weeks. And then when Nick gets back, you take Nick and you say, Hey man. Yep. And you, you're back in. And, 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 yeah, and it, the thing about the barrier job is you just don't have. You got to produce some level of offense, and you just can't be the reason yeah. why they lose. Because that defense is something serious, bro. That defense is something serious. Yeah. And all you got to do just don't lose it, and could you please score one touchdown? Can you be responsible for one touchdown? That's it. Yeah. And and I think I think in that. Somewhere you have to beat the Packers. Somewhere you're gonna have. Yeah, to beat and it's possible. Did you see the way Tampa you know, Bay like, with that defense yeah. smashed on them? Did you do you see how the Packers against? They lost to Minnesota. They lost to Minnesota. David Cook. Yes. Have, okay, fans. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. We I'm sorry. Are, I shouldn't are, have done this. I'm are, sorry. Got to wrap it up. <laughs> we we are, are wildly off topic. But let me tell you something, I did not mean to get my clothes so on this on this rant right now. But listen, I'm with you. Um and I think I, I yeah, you don't, I, you don't bench, bench Nick Foles. Sure. It's a little rocky right now, it's a little turbulent. But you, you can't know, bench the you guy. Can. Can? I, I just couldn't believe the seriousness as I thought it was a joke when I saw it on T V, um and on YouTube and stuff. But uh yeah. but when they actually crazy. were serious I was like, Crazy. you gotta be, you gotta be jumping. I mean, you know, okay, I'm done. I said I was done four times. I'm gonna be done. Yeah, I'm no, it. you're good. You're good. Sorry. This is the real finish of that segment thank you right fans there. for um, joining us this week. Yes. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Before we, before we tell them thank you, I, I want to leave, leave you guys with a, a fun fact that I was thinking about. Because you brought up Mike Tomlin earlier, and I was thinking, I was like, well, wait a minute. Is Mike Tomlin really that great of a coach, or... Has he has he just built up this like allure around him, you know, this persona that he's a great coach? Mike Tomlin's a great coach. Here's why: this man is one win away. If they it, when the they Cowboys, beat the Cowboys, okay. <laughs> so if they beat the Cowboys, understand Mike Tomlin will have will not have had a losing season in something. I, I believe it's like the last ten years. It's double digits. Like since this man took over, Are the they Steelers, seven and never had a losing season? That's all I'm saying. So, okay, yeah, they're seven and zero right now. They're un- undefeated. So, never had a losing season. If they if they beat the Cowboys, you're saying win, I'm saying if cause it's stop the, lying it. to the people, Cody. Stop lying to the people. It's, <laughs> okay. the Cowboys. The Cowboys. Okay, it's have it's five percent chance. Okay. if that to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm gonna say it's ninety five, <laughs> it's, it's a five percent chance. They they don't even. They, I no. don't know if I'd have, if everybody was healthy. I don't know if I would have it. <laughs> anyway, they are. We're not talking about this. They are fans. I'm going. I'm, I'm getting out okay. of here. We're, Thank y'all for We love you us. guys. T- direct message. We love you guys. All <laughs> fans. We doing it. We leaving. We out here. Episode ten. It was a crazy one. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. I did. <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs> I did too. Hey, fans, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Calling All Fans podcast. We love you guys. We're so grateful that you joined us today. Remember, keep being fans, keep being biased, and we'll see you on the next episode.